This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. From Top Chef to Master Chef and Master Chef Junior, you've probably seen Chef Graham Elliott on TV. And you might have also dined at his Chicago restaurants or tried a recipe from his cookbook. He's now a judge on the second season of the PBS series The Great American Recipe, which digs into the diverse stories and traditions maintained in home kitchens across the country. And he joins us now. Welcome, Chef. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Also with us is Ted Pappas, a Chicagoan who's a contestant on the show. Welcome, Ted. Thank you for having me. Welcome. So, Chef Elliot, you've been on lots of cooking shows, as I mentioned. I mean, what do you think sets the Great American Recipe apart? For me, what's great is that everybody now loves cooking competition shows, but it's gotten so silly to where, okay, you have you know 10 seconds to cook with one hand behind your back and a dull knife. Uh, let's see what you make. Yeah. And this show, it's, you know, we want to hear your story, why you cook what you do, the family background, uh, you know, where the recipe comes from, how it contributes to the diversity of America. And uh, again, just as a, a foodie, a fan of, of history, and, you know, fellow culinarian, I love learning as much as I can. So I feel that comes first. And then the quote unquote judging is is something that comes secondary. Yeah. Yeah. This show just feels a lot warmer. <laughs> you know, it, it feels like home, uh, which, as you said, <laughs> is clearly what you were going for. Uh, to your point, there's no you know dramatic music as the timer ticks down and contestants are showing their dishes. Uh, there's even framed photos of, of contestants' family members right there on display and, and shown sort of throughout the segments. Why was this vibe intentional, Chef? Why is it important? Yeah, I feel, you know, that we clearly had a vision for this show and, and highlighting the beauty of what cooking is and why people make what they make. Again, going against the grain of uh, this is a you know, food competition show. And it's more, this is something that's based on history and travel and story. And that's why it's a great fit with PBS. I don't think it could really survive on, on any other network, but people want a genuine connection and something that's authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes across uh, in spades here. Ted, what did it mean for you to be selected to be part of this show? Yeah, it was uh it was a real honor to to kind of honor my family and my heritage and share that with not only the, the, the judges, but the home cooks was, was a fun part of the show, sharing it with them and, of course, sharing it with with America and to be able to highlight so much of the uh, the Greek culture as well as, you know, the Midwest and Chicago. Yeah. Well, can you tell us about the moment that you learned that you were chosen, Ted? That yeah, go? yeah, the, it was um, it was exciting. It was uh, you know after uh, a few, some rounds of interviews and finally got the the nod to do it. And my wife and I said, "Well, we're we gonna do this." You know, it's it's you know it's it's a big step and it's a big thing. And I'm excited. And my wife's like, "Well, you have to do it. You got it. How can you not <laughs> do it now?" And so it was it was a no brainer once once received the nod to say yes, I'm gonna do it. And it was, as my, as my daughters say, nervous and excited. They say nerve sighted. So it was one of those <laughs> where it was, a com it was a combo of that. Yeah, your wife said it was a go. Yeah, it's definitely a go. Uh, have you always yes. loved to cook? 
I have. I have. Cooking and entertaining have been a part of my family's, uh, my family's kind of, uh, you know, DNA. My grandfather had a restaurant in the city in the 50s. He had a supper club in Palatine in the late 50s, early 60s. He passed away very young. We had another restaurant in Edison Park when I was real little. Uh, But that was the kind of the end of our restaurants. And, And my mom was the one kind of in our family that kept that, that, that culture alive of entertaining and cooking and, and passing down Greek dishes and trying new things and, and, and using food as a way to kind of take care of everybody throughout growing up. So it was one of those things that now me as an adult doing that for my daughters is, is so rewarding. Well, let's listen to a a little clip from the trailer. This recipe has been in my Chinese family for generations on end. Steeped in years of tradition, We made it a point to rediscover those Greek recipes that I had as a kid and make sure that we pass those down to our kids. Oh, yeah. Chicken soup is truly Jewish penicillin. We'll cure anything. This season, our home cooks from regions all across the country get their chance to share their most treasured recipes. Home, it tastes like mom. It has been such a joy to watch you cook because it is part of our unique American story, all of us together. So in that first episode, contestants are are tasked with making a dish that signifies where they're from, right? And we're seeing lots of things. We're seeing beautiful plates from all over, Hawaii, Barbados, Guyana, and more. As you mentioned, Ted, you focused on uh, Greek food. What are your thoughts, though, on, on how a particular dish becomes a tradition within a family? I think when you look at the the story behind the dish and, you know, one thing is what you're preparing and how you're preparing it, but the, the stories that go behind when you enjoy that dish, is it a holiday dish? Is it a summer dish sometimes and you're always having it or is it? Or is it a dish that you, you prepare when people come over? For me, it's, it's that, that tie into uh, that connection of family and friends that really make that dish special for you and in your culture. Chef Elliot, in your view, what is the importance of the home cook specifically in maintaining history as opposed to a restaurant just adapting a family recipe? Yeah, again, I think that when you're in a restaurant, you're trying to please the guest more than anything and the customer and keep the uh, the front of house, back of house inspired. But when you're talking about a home cook, it's someone that's inviting you into their house and sharing who they are and why they make the food they do. And, uh, you know, you come, you come in with a, a total different respect and appreciation. And I think that that's mm. what makes it so much more special. Um, it's kind of like they're doing the best they can with what they have. So maybe it's an ingredient you haven't seen or tried before, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's free and someone is cooking for you, it's a different dynamic than I'm going to pay a hundred dollars for a tasting menu. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. I think that it just makes it that much more special. So, um, yeah, everybody eats. We always say that, but, you know, why do we eat what we do and why do people cook and serve the food that they do? And when you have that understanding, it's kind of like looking at a painting where you say, well, anyone could make that. That's mm-hmm. not really art. That's, but then, you know, 
I've had lentils a million ways. And it's like, well, my great grandma came from, you know, this part of the world and brought a pound of lentils with her. And we celebrate it on this holiday and we cook them for five hours and do this to them. You're like, damn, that's incredible. Yeah. Now I understand why this is so cool and special. And I think that that's the story that comes through is, is the most important part. Yeah. I mean, have you had an experience, though, with a, a family recipe getting lost, Chef? Not really, because, again, you know, my dad was in the Navy. His family's from Michigan. My mom's is from the Chesapeake Bay region of Southern Maryland. But I I went to 15 different schools and traveled the, the world, which was amazing. But at the same time, I did not have the I'm cooking with my grandma making Sunday gravy, red sauce that, you know, she's cook forever. Um, but on the, on the flip side, I think that that allowed me as a chef to uh, kind of break down the walls and, and get inspired from everywhere and also have a greater appreciation for, you know, going to someone's house in South Carolina and trying the food that they're, you know, that yeah. they're putting out and telling me why they made this. And they got this uh, earlier today off the boat, you know, and so they're going to cook these shrimp this way. And you're like, that's the coolest story ever. Mm-hmm. I, I'll pay a million dollars for that versus caviar and foie gras a hundred different ways at, you know, yes. whatever Michelin star restaurant. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. There's a plethora of cooking shows out there that feature home cooks, but few take as much care in celebrating the stories and people who created recipes as PBS's The Great American Recipe. We're talking with celebrity chef Graham Elliott, who's a judge on the show, and Ted Pappas, who's a Chicagoan and semi-retired architect who's a contestant on the show. You can catch The Great American Recipe on PBS Mondays at 8 p.m., so, Ted, as we're talking about recipes here, we know a lot are digital now, um, but, you know, there's something about that recipe box and, and seeing, you know, a handwritten card or a recipe that's clipped from a magazine. And maybe now it has that faded ink or discolorations or stains because it's been so close to the mixing bowl. Do you have any of those memories in your family? I do. I do. My mom was notorious for photo albums, handwritten recipes, and it was really, really, really fulfilling to uh, to go and find so many of her handwritten recipes when got the nod for the show. My my sister and I started looking through some of my parents' uh, things. My parents had passed away over a decade ago. So we were going through some things. And, and you, know, you asked Graham about you know any recipes that were lost. And then we actually had a couple that we forgot about, my sister and I. Yeah. And to be able to find that and the handwritten ones and that faded ink and the and the card is oh, written special. with, you know, you know, one glass of this, right? Well, how much is a glass? Right? Is it eight <laughs> ounces? Is it a cup? You know, how big was the glass, it? grandma? Right, even, right, grandma. Ted, you, Ted, even better than a glass is a swig. Throw in one yes. swig of bourbon. You're like, what? <laughs> My grandmother's yes, uh, yes. cheesecake recipe said, uh, you know, a little bit of this. I don't know what a little bit is. She didn't even, not a pinch, just a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's just a Jamaican thing, but there's just no measurements for anything. <laughs> no measurement. Well, that's one of the things that I think ties 
all of us home cooks together, at least for me, was, you know, so you've got a little bit of this and grandma swig of this. And, and my mom had a cup, you know, had, had a glass, whatever the glass was. <laughs> but one of the things I felt that this show really did is, is showcase. We're all very different, but we're all very similar because our love for the, the story and the passing down and the cooking and, and taking care of each other. That's to me, one of the big highlights of this show yeah. that is so unique. You know, and another unique thing about the show is is the contestants aren't eliminated each round, right? Instead, they're they're ranked, and this gives everyone the the chance to incorporate feedback and to improve and to potentially be part of the final competition. Because chef, you as we've we've talked about it in many TV kitchens, we see this culture of of breaking cooks down and trying to build them back up. So I want to hear more of your thoughts on the, just the best way to help home cooks actually improve their technique. Yeah, I think that's definitely the coolest part of the show uh, versus any other food show. The fact that the contestants get to stay with us, not even contestants, it's more just, you know, home cooks that are showing us their story. And then like a coach or, you know, uh, uh, someone just trying to improve what they do skill wise um, is that's the most rewarding part, but also as a viewer to see you know, I identify with this person. I love what Ted does and his story. And then, oh, next week I get to see him make this. That's much cooler than, well, I really liked him and now I'll never see him again because he's gone. Yeah. And the other thing is on this show, you don't have contestants that are hoping to get an agent tomorrow in their own show. And, you know, they're going to be the, you know, the crazy one and I'm going to be the mean one. I'm going <laughs> right. to you know, like survivor. It's like, I'm really boring. Or know, like you know, Simon Cowell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it makes it so special and it's just about the food. And I always say, I, I try to come in with a compliment sandwich where it's like, you know, I love this. Great idea. Next time I might make sure the pan's hotter so you get more of a sear, but really cool idea. Thanks so much for sharing it. So you're not critiquing or judging, because I'm not going to tell Ted, you know, what his Greek food should have been from his mom's. Right. Like, I haven't been there. I don't know the story. But I do know the the flame was too high, and there was a lot of sugar in the marinade, and it charred. And yeah. that's that takes away from what it could be. So I let love me that. show you what I would do, just as a, a fellow culinarian, try this, this, and that. Season it at the end instead of marinating it this way. And, uh, you know, that's what's so cool with, with food, like painting or music, There's, it's gray area, it's not black and white. You can, you can make it whatever you want. Um, but with this show, it's really yeah. staying true to those recipes and that story. We're not saying do a 2.0 deconstructed version of your mom's, you know, whatever. It's show us what that is and why it's so great. And at the same time, we're going to be sitting on the couch and learning why this country is so incredible as a melting pot with every culture coming to do what they do, you know, and you don't, you don't come from a Greek background or West African or Caribbean and all of a sudden do burgers and whatever people think American food is. Right. You're making the cuisine of this country that much better and, you know, uh, diverse and special. And I think that's what this show does. Yeah. And I really don't think it could be on any 
other network or, or channel than PBS. I just don't think it would ever work. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. Before I let you both go, Ted, I, I'm curious, from your perspective, that judging style that, that the chef just described, I mean, how did that feel for you as a contestant? So it was, believe it or not, a lot less harsh than my daughters judge me sometimes <laughs> on, on, what I, on what I cook because they do not hold back. I don't get the uh, the judging sandwich in there. I, it, it's more of a little open-faced with uh, a little more of the harsh stuff. But, it, you, you know, it, it as Graham kind of mentioned, it it has helped me grow as a home cook more than I could ever imagine. My style of cooking now, what I've incorporated from the comments, not just to me, but to everybody, and changed up how I cook as a home cook from salt to seasoning to ensuring I don't overcook. Because home cooks, we you know, we want to make sure we don't overcook our food for our guests or our family. Mm-hmm. My style has improved so much as a result of this show. That's so great to hear. We've been talking with Chef Graham Elliott, who's a judge on Season 2 of the PBS series The Great American Recipe, and Ted Pappas, a Chicagoan and contestant on the show. Thank you both so much.